Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about the evolution of authentication. It's my privilege to be speaking with Diego Steinhandler, Vice President of Cyber Intelligence Solutions with MasterCard. Diego, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Diego, from your unique perspective with MasterCard, how do you see fraud schemes now migrating, especially since the move to EMV in the U.S. a few years back? Yes, yeah, so specifically in payments, I'm sure you've seen that after the migration to EMV in the U.S., a lot of the payment fraud has moved to online and digital payments. But one of the things that we've seen, and just to give you a number, we see four times, around four times, as more fraud in the digital space that we see in the card present space. But some of the things that we're seeing now is that those attacks are happening way before uh, the payment transaction, and the attacks are way more sophisticated. Account takeover is one of the things that we are uh, experimenting more and more, and that means that credentials are being compromised, and then fraudsters are trying automated attacks into different uh, digital platforms where they're testing those credentials to get in, and then they are using the payment credential after that. In some cases, they even harvest account, meaning they create fake accounts with credentials that they have stolen, and they wait for the right time to actually use the, the credential, which is a complete change of what we've seen uh, in the past, but it creates a lot of stress in platforms. Some some of the numbers, that I'm, I'm sure you've seen it, but for example, we see close to 5,000 credentials stolen per minute. And how does that impact then the attacks that we're seeing on, on different platforms, right? We see 7 million fraudulent logging attempts per hour in the US. And that definitely has a massive impact eventually into payments. So the, the type of fraud that we're seeing and the type of schemes that we're seeing have definitely changed. And, and that obviously leads into how institutions should be looking at their strategies. Well, and that's exactly where I was headed with this. How does this migration then call into question organizations' current security strategies? Yeah, so some of the things that we see is that, one, the organizations need to be aware of these changes, right? And, and start talking more internally because ownership of fraud has been different over time. We, at least in our world, in the payments world, we've been used to talking to the fraud organization and they used to own fraud. But as I mentioned before, because fraud is coming from other places, the conversations internally need to change and they need to be more plug in in between the digital owners and the fraud owners. And part of that is doing an, a conscious assessment of the different touch points that a person might have with an institution. And those channels of touch points could be different, right? So it could be the digital platform, it could be the card present platform, which we mentioned, uh, it's more secure now, but it could also be the customer service channel. And, and those are owned by different person. But having a clear idea of all those different touch points and the potential fraud, and then defining uh, a layer approach to, to security as a, as a strategy, as an overall strategy for the organization is key uh, in these days and, and with the different schemes that we're seeing. Diego, from your perspective, how does authentication as a strategy need to evolve? 
Yeah, so we've been using authentication for a long time, right? The most common method of authentication that we all have used is login and password. And login and password have been used to enter your Facebook account, your email, but also to enter your bank account. And as we see more and more credentials being compromised, this type of authentication, as well as authentication during a whole user journey, become more important. The first thing that we see as critical is moving away from an authentication that is static. And by that, I mean a login and a password that keeps being the same thing, uh, a knowledge-based questions, or mother maiden name, which are probably the three that we're more used to. In some cases, even using the social security number, which is static. And moving into a world where any type of authentication is dynamic, meaning the response to a request to authenticate, it's different in every single case. And that could be done either through a one-time password, which we're seeing more and more in the banking world, or it could be done through biometrics, facial recognition, fingerprint, et cetera. And those things give a, a better security to a platform. The other thing that we're seeing is authentication trying to be frictionless. And that could be done from solutions that allow you to authenticate or look at different patterns of a user in the back of a platform and start recognizing whether or not the person coming into a, a specific platform is the right person or it's an automated attack or is a synthetic ID. So when you put that together and, and in the previous conversation we were talking about a layer approach, you start layering authentication into a platform to get a much more narrow margin of error than you can have on, of letting in the wrong person and reducing those potential account takeover uh, attacks and fraud that might be coming in. Diego, talk to me about MasterCard. What is your role in helping organizations evolve their approach to authentication? Yeah, so as a global company, we've always have put together tools that allow our stakeholders to reduce their fraud. In the past, those have been more around the transaction itself, uh, whether that those were fraud modeling tools that we have enhanced constantly, or as you mentioned, the evolution of EMB and card present, which completely reduced fraud in the card present space. Now, as we move into digital, we're doing different things that allow for that layer approach to security to be deployed. One of the things, which is not authentication necessarily, but is critical to the approach that we're taking is tokenization where we're tokenizing the credentials and that protects a credential for uh, for potential breaches, right? And that is key, protecting the credentials. We talk first about credentials being static uh, and being breached and then used someplace else. So tokenization allows for those credentials to be dynamic and not be used elsewhere. The second piece is developing the right solutions for our stakeholders to have the proper layer approach to authentication that we mentioned previously. We have uh, enhanced with the rest of the industry, the standards for payment authentication. So there's standards for payment authentication that have evolved and that are leveraging all the information that now exists in the digital world. So over 150 variables. We, we have uh, a 
acquired companies that give us capability that go beyond payment, which is critical. That idea that we should help protect environments outside of the payment transaction itself and, and enable protection way ahead of the payment uh, has resonated with us. And we acquired a company that allows us to do behavioral biometrics, which is new data, and help us protect environments without any friction at the beginning. So that helps us protect attacks from, from bots and from other synthetic IDs and other solutions. And we have also invested in biometrics. So we have a solution that allows us to provide access to an SDK that gives you a solution for uh, fingerprint, face recognition, voice recognition. So that gives you the ability of when you're asking a question, having a dynamic answer to it. So you start building those layers of authentication from the beginning of the platform with behavioral biometrics, with active biometrics, and then with an enhanced protocol for payment authentication. The last layer, which we think is the, the end of the evolution, or at least for now, what we're working on, is our evolution into a digital identity, which we have recently announced uh, through a couple of papers. And, and that is what we believe uh, the industry will be moving into a more secure uh, identity that you can port, that can be reusable, that can be secure and protecting the user and the environment. Diego, it strikes me that this is now a discussion well beyond fundamental payment security. Yeah, and I think we touched on it a couple of times, right? When we start seeing the numbers, you can see things like 16.7 million people in the U.S. are victims of identity fraud. What happens after that identity fraud goes through? Well, we see a lot of it coming into the payment transaction. We see 5,000 credentials stolen per minute. We, we see lower approval rates than in the payment world because our stakeholders are, are scared that the credentials that are being used might not be the right credentials. So there's definitely a connection, but it's way before payments and it's critical to start protecting the information and the environments way ahead of the payment transaction so that eventually we can have more secure environments but that lead into better information on the payment transaction and and higher approval rates and lower fraud which is ultimately in the payments world what you're what we're striving to do but that realization of protecting way ahead is something that we've done and it's something that is critical and it's something that we believe everyone in the industry need to be aware of and working on to really protect the environment way before payment. And, and that realization has led us to, as I mentioned, invest in solutions that can be deployed, regardless of whether or not you currently work with MasterCard or have MasterCard cards in the system. Those are solutions that can be deployed into any platform, uh, whether or not you're performing payments. And, and that is something that we're very proud of and that we believe is part of this idea of helping the environment have their own layer approach uh, to security. So to bring this back to MasterCard for a final question, talk to me about the new tools that you're bringing to the table to help organizations to improve authentication throughout their interaction. Yeah, I talked a little bit about some of them. We, we look at the overall ecosystem as a, as a connected intelligence uh, sort of solution where we have put together solutions that can talk to each other throughout the whole user journey, whether that is providing layers 
as I mentioned, for behavioral biometrics at the initial interaction or a solution that can enable you to have active biometrics, then go through authentication. And then one of the things that we keep connecting throughout the process, because as, as we've been discussing is, yeah, we are a payment company. We're doing a lot of things outside of payments. But when it comes to payments, we also want to enhance that piece. And we do that by enabling more information in the authorization message and adding digital transaction insights to more insights in the authorization payload that we're receiving from interacting with the initial environment and allowing that to go through for issuers to have better decisioning, to make better decisions when it comes to their users, so their users see their transactions go through, and better decisions when is actually fraud and, and, and have the right information to make those decisions. Uh, finally, we've, we've made acquisitions that allow us to do that and we keep investing on, that, on this. The last one that you've seen was Ethica that I'm sure uh, you're aware of, and that allows us at the end of the overall process to, to really discern in between a transaction that was uh, friendly fraud, so someone that you knew probably had the right credentials and, and made a transaction that was fraudulent and enable a conversation in between merchants and issuers uh, to solve those issues uh, in a more easy and faster and less costly process. So, so the things that we've been doing is investing in every single part of that journey and have a solution that we can provide to the market, whether that is for payments or for non-payments uh, during the transaction. Very good, Diego. I appreciate your time and insight today. Thanks so much. Uh, thank you. Again, we've been talking about the evolution of authentication. I've been speaking with Diego Steinhandler with MasterCard. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.